Good evening. Our top story tonight, Traylon Burks. Traylon Burks has the chance to be a wide receiver one. He is getting hype. He is getting steam. And it is because Traylon Burks is just that damn good. We saw it at the end of last year. Then he got a concussion. And if it weren't for that concussion, I truly believe from the bottom of my heart that Traylon Burks would be ranked much higher than we have him right now. So we have the case for Traylon Burks to be a wide receiver one in fantasy football and more on player profiler today. So like I said, Traylon Burks is damn talented. And it's been a roller coaster. If you haven't seen it, check out the Podfather's TikTok from last offseason. The roller coaster of Traylon Burks. He had the receiving profile that we love. He had the usage on special teams and in gadget touches that we love. But then we get to the combine and Traylon Burks disappoints just a little bit. Still runs 4-5, still A.J. Brown territory, but we were hoping for more. And then we get to August training camp and Traylon Burks is having trouble breathing. He is not able to finish practices because he has asthma. Now, asthma, it's manageable. But when you are a kid who has never dealt with with your symptoms of asthma as badly as you were getting then because he's out in Arkansas and he's playing, practicing later in the year. He's not practicing during pollination season. Traylon Burks, he struggled. He admitted it. He wasn't in the proper shape through no fault of his own. He worked hard enough to be in shape, but just his body wasn't there. But that is the nice thing about being in the NFL is You are going to be taken care of. Your asthma is going to be dealt with. It is going to be managed. You are going to be able to figure it out, get it dialed in. And now Traylon Burks is feeling healthier, faster than ever. And that is so, so important to the Tennessee Titans because really Traylon Burks is the only wide receiver for the Tennessee Titans, or at least the only wide receiver of note. So it's a good thing that Traylon Burks is getting hype right now alongside Ryan Tannehill. He appears to be the favorite target of Ryan Tannehill, as you will see in just a moment when I share. Oh, I got to share this. There we go. So we got to see this clip. Nope, that wasn't it. My goodness. StreamYard. StreamYard keeps changing, and it is a problem, and I don't like it. I don't know why, but anyways, I digress. Ryan Tannehill throwing a deep ball to Trey Burks, catches it over a defender, absolutely mosses the kid and sellies to the end zone. Trey Burks is a body. He is a thick wide receiver. He is a big wide receiver. Trey Burks has an alpha profile. And really, when we look back, it is not overly surprising that Trey Burks had to take some time to adjust. He went from playing in college in the slot, in the backfield, all over the place, creating mismatches to just an outside X receiver. And that is two very, 
very different skill sets. Traylon Burks going from outside or going from inside in the slot, running drags, running crossers, running double moves, going in the backfield matched up on linebackers is very, very different from being on the line of scrimmage facing alpha corners in the NFL. So it's not overly surprising. It took time for him to adjust and we'll get to what happened when he did adjust right after this word from the podfather. You know, people always ask me, hey, what is the, the World Series of Fantasy or the Super Bowl of Fantasy Football? And it's easy. It's the FFPC, the Fantasy Football Players Championship. It's a $6 million prize pool. And they've had their never-too-early best ball leagues cranking since February. And so the FFPC is the answer to so many questions. Hey, hey, where's the best place to get a dynasty orphan? Well, you can adopt a dynasty orphan at the FFPC. That's why we partner with them. If you want to play fantasy football for low, medium, high stakes, seasonal, best ball, dynasty, go to the FFPC. And don't forget, promo code UNDERWORLD to get you $25 off your first team. $25 off your first team, no matter what team it is, no matter what format it is, at the FFPC. Go do it. And... Speaking of the FFPC, we at Player Profiler are actually doing an FFPC draft against each other right now. I had the 110 because Theo picked after me and then Seth at the turn. So, yes, I was the 110. It's a super flex league, but all the top end quarterbacks were gone. I take Justin Jefferson, which is counter to what Player Profiler preaches and probably counter to what I would do in just pure rankings i would take jamar chase over justin jefferson but i thought i might be able to get kirk cousins and the stack on the way back and i did so it paid off otherwise if i had missed kirk cousins oh i would have been kicking myself because i prefer justin jefferson in a vacuum but obviously joe burrow off the board but anyways that's not what you're here to listen to but we will be talking a lot about this ffpc team that we are all competing against each other in but for now we got to get back to Traylon burks and after Traylon finally figured it out, after he finally put everything together, it happened against the Green Bay Packers when he drew eight targets, caught seven of those eight targets, 111 yards, that's 18.1 PPR points, finished as the wide receiver 12. That is a wide receiver one. Remember, there are 12 wide receiver ones per week. And he did it without scoring a touchdown. When you can be a wide receiver one without scoring a touchdown, that that takes skill. That doesn't happen a whole lot unless you are an alpha. And then the next week, Traylon Burks commands six targets, catches four of them for 70 yards, also recovers a fumble in the end zone. That's 17 PPR points. Wide receiver, 18. So that's wide receiver, too. Pretty good. Didn't catch the touchdown pass, but still scored. And then comes what would have been the breakout game for Traylon Burks against the Philadelphia Eagles on his first target. He catches a 25 yard strike, takes a shot to the head concussion out for the game. Terrible because it was very clear from that play until he got the concussion and just the vibes heading into the week. It was okay. Traylon Burks had the 111 yard game. He just drew six targets was a wide receiver 18, 
Let's see what he can do. This is the week against the Philadelphia Eagles. One catch, first drive, touchdown. Still finishes as the wide receiver 45 with one target, one catch, and a concussion. Pretty impressive, but obviously he missed that game. And it's very, very common, if not expected, for wide receivers coming off a concussion, unless you are the elite of the elite, to take an adjustment week. We see this all the time. You go back through the history of concussions at wide receiver, more often than not, there is a dip that first game back. And it was a big dip. Catch it doesn't catch either of his targets, takes a 15-yard carry, but that's it for Traylon Burks. Does pretty much nothing in his return from the concussion. But then another week later, healed from the concussion. Goes for 66 yards on four grabs. Another eight targets, 12.6 PPR points. That's wide receiver 22. Finished as a wide receiver two once again. And then in his final game, catches four of seven targets for only 19 yards. 5.9 PPR points per in that game. It's wide receiver 63. That's not great, but seven targets, eight targets, six targets, and eight targets over the last four games where we... Saw Traylon Burks finish or play fully healthy. So his last four real games, eight targets, six targets, eight targets, seven targets. That is 7.25 targets per game. He went for 19 yards in his final game, but before that, 66 yards, 70 yards, and 111 yards. That averages out to 66 and a half yards per game for Traylon Burks over his final four games that he played the whole game and played healthy. That... 66 and a half yards per game. That puts him right in between Chris Godwin and Christian Kirk and actually ahead of Garrett Wilson. Two spots ahead of Garrett Wilson. Now, obviously Garrett Wilson's more impressive because he did it for the whole season, but I think those four games are Trey Burks. And again, it is a small sample size. Fantasy football is a small sample size game. But in that four game sample size, I believe we saw the real Trey Burks. He is a six-plus target-a-game guy. He's an eight-plus target-a-game guy. Burke Akine as the wide receiver two through four. Traylon Burks is going to have a hell of a lot of opportunity. And even if he just has that end-of-season stretch, 66.5 yards, 7.25 targets per game, between Christian Kirk and Chris Godwin, Godwin was the wide receiver 15. Christian Kirk was the wide receiver 18. Garrett Wilson, the wide receiver 30 on the season. So, what do we make of that? This tells me that Traylon Burks is going to see the volume to get him to wide receiver 2 status. And at that point, it's just going to depend on the touchdowns. If Traylon Burks ends up catching double-digit touchdowns, based on the volume, based on the 7.25 targets per game, based on the 66 and a half receiving yards per game. If Chris Godwin's wide receiver 15 with, again, Tom Brady threw a lot last year. Don't get me wrong, but if that can happen, Traylon Burks, given the target competition around him, he's going to have a massive target rate, massive target share. We've seen what he can do over those final four games. Traylon Burks is going to surprise a lot of people. I think Traylon Burks' floor 
might be a wide receiver too. I think based on the volume, that's where he is. And he's going as a wide receiver three, four right now. Traylon Burks is going to be one of the most pleasant surprises of the 2023 fantasy season. But we will get into more of the news after this word from the Podfather. Now, as we at Player Profiler have become a full-blown machine learning company, the crowning achievement has to be the injury finder. We're now taking BMI data and injury history data and assigning a probability that a player is injured on any given touch. And not only can you see a player's fragility rating, their injury risk, we also have analysis from professional physical therapists breaking down all the major players that underwent surgery last year and what their rehabilitation looks like heading into 2023. There's a tool to compare players. There's a database where you can say, show me all the foot injuries, show me all the severe injuries, show me all the injuries requiring surgery. It provides you the key market intelligence to know what is the difference in probability that player X versus player Y will miss games this year. It's great for fantasy football, and it also just satisfies your curiosity as a fan. Go to the App Store, go to Google Play, download it. It's five bucks every year just to reload the latest injury predictions and fragility ratings. The 2023 data is live now. Open your phone and get smarter. The amount of products and the amount of information at player profilers disposal is incredible. And it's only going to keep going up from here. It's only going to get better and better. Be on the lookout. Player profiler is the place to be. It is a truly, truly special place. And Speaking of special places, DeAndre Hopkins is trying to find his special place. He is trying to find out where he belongs. And it sounds as though DeAndre Hopkins is going to take the full tour around the world, visiting with whatever teams want to chat with them. It was put out. Remember, there were those five quarterbacks that we heard DeAndre Hopkins had his top five quarterbacks. Jalen Hurts was there. Lamar Jackson was there. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, and Justin Herbert. But... This is not to say those are the only five quarterbacks that DeAndre Hopkins would play with. He's willing to play with Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson wants to play with DeAndre Hopkins, but we're starting to hear maybe the Browns aren't as interested in Hopkins as the internet and Deshaun Watson is. Either way, Browns are the betting favorites at plus 200 right now to land DeAndre Hopkins. Chiefs at plus 750. Ravens, Bills, Patriots all tied at plus 850. And the Lions just behind at plus 900. But... It could be any of these teams, and it could be another team. It could be a surprise team. That is the tour DeAndre Hopkins is about to go on. He's already visited with the Texans. He's going to do his due diligence. He's going to visit a lot of teams, teams that aren't necessarily considered Super Bowl contenders. It sounds as though DeAndre Hopkins would be willing to sign a long-term deal if that's how it works out. DeAndre Hopkins is keeping an open mind. He's going to visit with whatever team wants him. He's going to go and see what they have to offer, the plan to build around him and get a Super Bowl. And that's just great business. The fact that DeAndre Hopkins is shopping around, not ruling anybody out, not ruling anything out, going for the best combination of the money and the fit and the Super Bowl contential, contention and the long-term build. Respect. Respect to DeAndre Hopkins. Finally. We have some of our best bets currently around the NFL. Went on uh, FanDuel Sportsbook earlier today, looking at some of the, well, starting with the Hopkins odds, wanted to see who's the favorite. It is the Browns. But 
Some other bets that I liked, Kirk Cousins to lead the NFL in passing yards. Only plus 1,000. I wish there was a little bit more juice on that, but Kirk's been kind of steamed up. He's he's top eight, I believe, in odds. I prefer Jared Goff to lead the NFL in passing yards at plus 1,800. What is the difference between Kirk and Goff? Really? Justin Jefferson's better than Amon Ross St. Brown, but the Lions have more established weapons, maybe. And I don't know. Better odds for Jared Goff to lead the NFL in passing. And then Deshaun Watson, plus 3,000. Don't hate that. The Browns, they're looking to spread it out more. Elijah Moore is getting featured. Deshaun Watson's going to pass more. They're going to try and revitalize his career. So I really don't hate those odds. And then you look at the individual passing numbers and the rookies. Bryce Young, under 3,300 yards. I will absolutely be taking the under. C.J. Stroud. Ah, 3,200, that's right on the line. I'd probably avoid that. But 3,300 for Bryce Young seems like a lot, considering we don't even know that he's going to be starting. On the other hand, though, Anthony Richardson, we expect him to start week one. The fact that his passing number is at 2,650 passing yards, take the over on that, Anthony Richardson. I don't know if he'll top 3,000, but 2,600 for a 17-game starter, absolutely for Anthony Richardson. And finally, I'll take Desmond Ritter. Desmond Ritter, over 2,500 passing yards. That is saying that we expect either Desmond Ritter to play fewer games than Anthony Richardson or to pass less or be more efficient. Whatever it is, I'm taking I'm taking Desmond Ritter over 2,525 passing yards. Desmond Ritter, I believe, will start all 17 games for the Falcons. I don't see him being benched for Taylor Heineke. Maybe I'm wrong, but if Ritter plays all 17, he's going to pass that. And same with Justin Fields. He's going to pass 2,800 passing yards. You've heard me talk about the step forward we're going to see from Justin Fields. He will top 3,000 passing yards in 2023. I know that's not a high bar to set, but Vegas doesn't seem to think he's going to do it, or at least is putting the number under that. So Justin Fields, 3,000 passing yards. Book it. As for receiving yards, Amon Ross St. Brown at plus 2,500. Love that. Love Christian Watson at plus 4,500. I didn't see odds for Traylon Burks. Maybe I should have looked harder or put in a, a special request, but either way, should have looked into that. Christian Watson, though, at plus 4,500. Very similar scenario to Traylon Burks. He's the alpha there. Young receiver, explosive receiver. We saw what he can do. Plus 4,500, that is some long shot. And then Christian Kirk, plus 6,000. But my biggest takeaway when looking at all of these bets to place, I find it interesting that Kirk Cousins is plus 1,000 to lead the league in passing, but plus 5,000 to be MVP. How does Kirk Cousins lead the MV- lead the league in passing without winning MVP, given the state of the roster he has? Maybe... It happens because the Vikings don't make the playoffs or win or anything. But if Kirk Cousins is dragging the Vikings to leading the NFL in passing yards, and he's behind Russell Wilson for MVP odds, and it's interesting. Kirk has better odds to lead the league in passing than Jared Goff, but his odds are worse to win the MVP. Plus 2,500 for Jared Goff, plus 5,000 for Kirk Cousins. So Vegas, going all sorts of places, but 
we'll see how it all shakes out. These are just some of my favorite bets that I have noticed just today. But my very favorite bet of all, circle back to the FFPC draft. I love Jamar Chase. Everyone at Player Profiler loves Jamar Chase. Even former player profilers like Josh Larkey from the 33rd team thinks that Jamar Chase is going for over 2,000 yards this season. And if Jamar Chase goes for over 2,000 yards this season, he very, very well could be the MVP. I know it's going to be very impossible. Not impossible, but very, very unlikely that a wide receiver wins the MVP. It's, it's going to be very, very unlikely that Jamar Chase can beat out Joe Burrow for MVP. But if Jamar Chase goes for over 2,000 yards, 15,000 plus 15,000 for Jamar Chase for MVP, that might not happen, but I think that is my favorite bet that I have seen right now. Hey, you like that video? Be sure to subscribe and activate those alerts so you get notified as soon as new videos drop. And be sure to check out playerprofiler.com. We have all the tools for you to dominate every type of fantasy league. We have a draft kit, Dynasty Deluxe, Data Analysis, DFS Dominator, and don't forget the player rankings to rule them all.